from beautiful Glen Carbon, Illinois. It's a tradition unlike any other. It's the St. Louis Happy Hour podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Visit us at stlpodcast.com. Find us on Facebook under the STL Happy Hour and also STL Podcast. You can also find us on your favorite podcast aggregators. This is what they're called. They're fancy. They are, we are on Spotify. We're on Google Play Music. We are on iTunes and we are on Stitcher. You can pretty much find us anywhere. Subscribe, like, comment, do whatever it is that you need to do. Alpina. Well, first of all, I'm Andy Hanselman alongside John Alpina Sander. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. This is beautiful music. It, it really is the best. Now, you know, we, we, we can only use it once a year. I wanted to use it last week, but we couldn't, we couldn't play last week. I didn't have any microphones last week. Joe took him to WrestleMania, so some famous wrestlers spoke into these microphones. Really? Over the week. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He loves that stuff. Yeah. Joe Roderick. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. So this is, for those who might not know, this is... Uh, God, if you're under a rock, you get done. This is the I Masters theme song. Like, we have a lot of female listeners who might not really okay. know the Masters. All right. Masters theme song. It is the greatest. It is... If I hear this song, I instantly think about golf. Yeah. So, honestly, you know what? Sometimes people ask us to actually, believe it or not, talk just a little bit more sports. I guess because of my sports background and sure. the fact that, you know, you know a lot about sports. Well, guess what we're going to today. I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, okay. First and foremost, Tiger. Tiger winning the Masters. What are your initial are I cried. Your overall thoughts? I cried. Did you? I think my dad did. Yep. I think he acted like it was his allergies. Yeah. Like I'm, I swear I'm, no, I caught no him. Allergy season. No one's crying over here. Um, yeah, I was choked up. It was absolutely choked up. When Mullinari hit the hit the hit a shot into the water on twelve, yeah. going for the pin, which is what Jordan Spieth did back in twenty sixteen when he lost to Danny Frickin' Willett. Right. A fine masters champion. I think he works for Coca Cola now. Does he? Yeah. Something along those lines. Well he gets to go play the Masters every year now until he's dead. Um It was incredible. Even if Tiger hadn't been in the mix and all that, that would have been an incredible Sunday. You gotta look at the names of the time. You have Brooks Kepa. Brooks Kepka. Three times major champion out of his last six majors. Francisco Molinari, the open champion. DJ Johnson, or DJ, Dustin Johnson, mass, uh, open champion, John, U.S. Open John champion. John Rahm, Ricky John Fowler. Rahm, Ricky Fowler. Guys who need to win majors. Jason Day. Major champion. I mean, you're talking in general. Justin Thomas, major champion. We had a hole in one on 16 and got within two of the lead. Right. So. Like, when I was looking at it, immediate thought was that this is the single greatest leaderboard I've ever seen. Now, I guess I can't really say that because, I mean, I'm sure there it were was. ones with... I, I think it was. It was. I mean, I'm sure there were ones with Palmer, Player, Jack, all those guys. Like, Not all at the same time like that. No. I don't think so. I've never seen anything like... I couldn't turn it off. I, I, I legit, like, no BS, could not turn it off. I watched the entire thing. I watched it at the gym. I yeah. literally would stop working out just to watch it. I made I've a uh, I made a re debut on Five Ninety The Fan yesterday with uh, with Weekend Joe. Is an er, uh, no? Is Weekend Joe? Yeah, Weekend Joe with Joe Roderick. Like we were okay. talking about. So it's on Five Ninety AM. When is it on? Uh, it's on Saturdays from ten to noon, and then on Sundays from eleven to one. Perfect. And people can listen to you on Five Ninety AM. Yeah. Perfect. So and gonna, you got this. And I got this going on. I was scared Beautiful. to death I was going to cuss yesterday on the microphone. That happens. <laughs> Thank God there's a drop button. Thank God. And luckily, I was, I was a good boy, Have though. Have you but... ever cursed on the air? Oh, yeah. Have you? Uh-huh. The first time I did it, I was talking with Jay Randolph, and and we were talking about things that I did. He's like, yeah, I started to do all kinds of shit. And <laughs> yeah. you can't say shit on the radio. Right. Had to dump it. <laughs> I guess I've been lucky because normally, I mean, I curse. I don't even realize how much I curse until I try to catch myself not 
cursing because of like my daughter. Yeah. But like I curse a lot and I'm trying to catch myself even on the podcast trying not to. I know I'm trying to as well. I'm trying. It was uh, it, so my only job yesterday was I was facing the television in the studio. And my only job was to provide was, was to provide updates when things were happening. Joe's trying to go through the Cardinals lineup, trying to talk a little baseball. And I'm like, Mullary is hitting the water on 12. And we had to stop talking baseball. And well, go, that changed the entire tournament. It did change the entire. It was a huge, huge moment. Like when he did that, I remember thinking as long as Tiger doesn't do the same, it's Tiger's He tournament. wasn't going to because maybe maybe it was lucky that Mullary birdied 11 and he, and, he was, and he had the honors on the 12th tee. So right. he, Tiger got to see what he was doing. Old Tiger? Old Tiger would have gone for that pin. Right. And, and been like, well, that was the biggest difference I saw in the entire tournament this time around was that Tiger didn't do what Tiger's always done, which is, you know, go for the go, go for it all. He instead plotted as he said, he, I mean, using his words, he even said it. He plotted his way through yeah. the tournament, which he's so talented that I don't think he needs to always go for it to win even in great leaderboards where you got guys firing at you like he did with ricky and all those guys coming after him if he's if he just does his job i think he can beat anybody still i think he can do that he goes for the for the high reward high risk shots he used Mm -hmm. to yeah the shot he took yesterday on 12 12 was the par three over ray's creek Mm -hmm. you gotta walk over the hogan bridge to get over to the green on 12 it's where ben hogan took a nap during the 1952 masters that's why it's called the Hogan Bridge. Really? No, it's fake. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Great story. My, See, my if you cut... say anything in that voice like that and in that tone, I'm going to believe it. Oh, it's the Georgia Pines. That's right. There's no pines anywhere else except for Georgia. <laughs> um, there's a little spot between the there's a front bunker and a back bunker, and Jack Nicholas used to, used to always aim for that spot. Mm-hmm. And so Tiger went took he took what he called Jack's route. Yeah, it's just a smart move. It's man. a smart move, and he two putted to a par, and Molinari double bogeyed. Yeah, and that changed the whole trajectory. And then he, and then that. he chunked one into the lake on fifteen. Yeah, that really yeah. sealed it. But then I thought Kepka was going to birdie eighteen and make Tiger get a par on eighteen to win it. Well, and that's because so far everything we've ever seen with Brooks Kepka is that he's nails. Like the dude has no, he doesn't have nerves. Nerves and don't exist for him. I like life. I like life from on Golf Channel. In the weeks leading up to the or the days leading up to a major championship, uh, oh, like the, the pre-program, yeah, the pre, okay. yeah, it's, it's the stuff on Golf Channel. Okay, it's uh, David Duvall, Brandel Chambly. Who's the? Other? There's a couple other guys on the ones the like the anchor guy, but Brandel right. Chambly is kind of a huge dick, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, and he he discounted Tiger all week. He discounted Brooks Kepka all week. I'm like, how the hell do you discount Brooks Kepka? I didn't understand why a lot of people weren't on Brooks Kepka because you know, I mean the course, I don't. I don't understand why a guy like that who hits it as far as he does putts generally pretty well and has a great iron game would not play well there. I don't understand that. Well, he didn't play there last year. Right. He was hurt. He was hurt. Yeah. Um, obviously, he did play well this year. He was... I mean, watching Brooks Kepka is pretty amazing because for people who don't know who he is, you need to Google him. It's Brooks and then it's Kepka. K-O-E... P K A and the dude is built like a middle linebacker. He's for huge. Real. They say he's six foot, one hundred eighty pounds. I was within six feet of him. I'm five eleven, one hundred eighty pounds. He's six two, two hundred. Without mm-hmm. even trying. Without even trying. And he is, ripped. Yes, he is not six foot one eighty. He was. He was minus twelve. He was. He was in that tie for second with with Xander Shoffley and Dustin Johnson. Yeah. 
And I know a lot of people are listening right now wondering why we're talking about golf because we talk about like all kinds of crazy stuff, but this is the single greatest golf tournament I've ever seen. It is. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it before either. Like, it was unbelievable. Lauren watched it. The PGA Championship on Sunday was unbelievable. Yes, but but even not then, even on this scale. But the, see, the leaderboard wasn't the same. No, the, it, it just wasn't. wasn't the same. And the fact that they were all trading punches and dropping down or going up like a stroke or two strokes each one on the final day, and it's all the big names made it that much better. Here's your top nine. Tiger Woods, Andrew Shoffley, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kapka, Tony Finau, Webb Simpson, Francisco Molinari, Jason Day, John Rahm, Ricky Fowler, Patrick Cantlay. And Jordan Spieth was on the outside, too. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you're talking guy. I mean, the only ones really missing are Rory and Jordan in that. Pretty much. I mean, of the real big names, the ones you really know, like for even the average golfer. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lauren knows who Ricky Fowler is. You know what I mean? All like, the girls know who Ricky They think he's dreamy. He is. He's kind of cute. And he's got a $13 million house in Jupiter. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to see that when I was down there, and I, I couldn't, didn't quite get over there. I saw Jesper Parnovic's house. Yeah? Uh, I saw the outside of Tiger's, like, uh, McMansion yeah. in Jupiter. Uh, I mean, the you tiger. can't see anything. It's literally all bushes and trees and stuff that block you from oh, yeah. able to see it. Which the Tiger's I, lit, yeah. You know what? My, um, very inter- This is actually the more interesting part of the whole thing is, like, the human aspect that I'm intrigued and by with that was Tiger. My, that was my next part of it, so... Is what are your thoughts on it? Like my mom um, goes, you know what? It was really nice to see Tiger like be, I guess, like accessible this time around. And I told her because she's like, he just seemed like kind of like a dick. That's how she explained it. My mom said that. And I thought my exact first response to my mom was like, you have to put yourself in his shoes. Like, let's say, I mean, you probably know X amount of people in your life. And X amount of people know who you are. Could you imagine everyone on the planet knowing who you are? And right. constantly having like a thought towards you and like taking your opinions or thoughts and like shaping them however they want and misleading people. Like if you were Tiger Woods, one of the most Googled people on the entire planet, think about that. The most Googled person. Yeah. Like, dude, I would be inaccessible too. Absolutely. I would make sure you would, you would, you have to keep people at bay. And you I know think that's what he me, did. About me as possible. Right. Um, he was a dick. I mean, but what you saw happen yesterday when he was when he was finished, he was walking after he hugged his kids, which was a very emotional moment. Hugged yeah. his mom, hugged his girlfriend. Um, even his very close friends were hanging out there, right there by the green, waiting for him. I think one of them was his agent, and another guy was uh, just a couple of his good friends. Well, and then all the other guys stayed. And, and that's too. my next point too. They were so there's like there's a grill, there's a there's a lounge area in the Augusta National Golf Club, mm-hmm. and everybody was in there having drinks on Justin Thomas because Justin Thomas had the hole-in-one. Okay. So he had to buy. Okay, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. That's Yeah, that's the rule of the hole-in-one. That's pretty cool. You have to buy drinks for that's everybody. How it, that's how it is for us schleppers, too. Yeah, that's for everybody. Yeah. So yeah, We you, make so a even, hole-in-one, you got to buy drinks. So even JT had to, had to buy drinks for everybody. So, um, And actually, I think I read that it was Bernhard Longer who gathered up the troops and said, yeah. we have to go outside and meet him. Which is great. I mean, that would have never happened. It would have so never happened ten before. Ten years ago, that never would have happened. Nope. Because he was a jerk. He wasn't liked. But now he's become, he's, he's let his guard down, um, realized he is infallible. You know, you hear the same things like, it's funny, like, people say that type, type of stuff about Justin Timberlake, too. Like, that he's a dick, and it's like... I've never heard. I thought he was, um, I thought he was a nice guy. Well, no, that's... See, it's, that's what you hear. You know what I mean? It's 50-50. Like, you yeah. hear, like, he's a dick or he's a nice guy. I think it's, it's impossible to make everyone happy when you're that 
like global of a figure. Because you it's have impossible. because you have a bad experience where somebody didn't give you an autograph or give you the acknowledgement that right. you think you that you think yep. you deserved does not make that person a dick. Right. Just means or or how about this? Sometimes you just have a shitty day. You just have a shitty Even day sometimes. Even the biggest uh, celebrities, athletes, they have bad days. Yeah. And, and can you imagine people being in your face all the time? Right. Like, again, we've talked about this prior. Like, I would love to be famous right. and have all that money and all the fun things that would come with it. But at the same point in time, you lose a lot of yourself because you of that. Well, you lose all your anonymity. It's all gone. It's gone. Because, I mean, everyone, even the pizza delivery guy, is going to be like, oh, my God, it's, it's Justin Timberlake. Like, I'm delivering pizza to Justin Timberlake's house. Like, he's not even, like, a normal person. Or I'm go- I'm taking Chinese food to Tiger Woods' house. You know what I mean? Like, I know I just picked delivery guys for some weird reason, but you know what I'm saying. So, last Saturday, I was out in town and uh, run into Jose Martinez at the bar. Cardinals outfielder? That car- Yeah, that Jose Martinez. Lives here in town. Huh. He's my buddy's neighbor. He's out with a, he's out with, with another friend of ours. Mm. People are wanting to take pictures with him. Maybe after about 10, 15 minutes, people left. People, people were leaving him alone. He was wasted. Sure, allegedly, <laughs> guarding myself there. <laughs> but he's not. You know, he's allowed to be if he's. Not he's an playing. adult. He's not playing, playing or driving. He wasn't. Fine. He wasn't. He wasn't in the lineup on Sunday. Get drunk. Should have been great. But I felt bad because then um, Mrs. Hanselman was in a conversation with my nephew mm. and she's like oh my god he's here and he's like give me an autograph i'm like come on yeah really i have to go ask this guy and he just so i got a piece of receipt paper and a sharpie he's gonna just right so will you write to nate and he like no and just wrote, right i'm like thank you sorry to bother you yeah. here thanks i always <sighs> i always try to tell people that it's just um like the one of the weirdest experiences i ever had was um and I'm obviously a nobody, but I, when I worked for 590s, well, when I worked for, when I had my own radio show, it was on 920 AM. And when I quit my radio show and uh, stopped doing it, I was down in downtown playing in a bags tournament, you know, okay. like cornhole or whatever. Yeah. And um, I was just playing these other random guys. And the one guy's like, man, your voice sounds so familiar. And I'm like, oh, I have no, you know, I don't think I've ever met you. And the guy's like, I, I know you from somewhere. And I'm like, oh, okay. I had no idea who the guy was. I'm like, no clue. Never seen him in my life. And he goes, Alpina. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, And the guy's like, I listen to the morning after. I listen to the AM Express. Blah, blah. I'm like, wow, all right. Thank Thanks. you so much, man, you know? <laughs> and the guy literally talked to me for like an hour and a half. Oh, no. For like an hour and a half. Like, literally. Like, and it was, and again, when it's such, when you're so, such a, grain of sand compared to other people like Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods. Exactly. Like I mean, it's it's awesome, but it's also, it is very strange. It's a very surreal feeling when people talk to you as if you're not really there. Like, as if it's just your persona that is there. It like, is. I want to get Alpina a drink. That was, the, that was what he would say out loud, as if, like, I wasn't just standing there. Like, yeah. let me get you a drink. I want to get Alpina a drink. Like a radio voice. It was very strange. Again, was, welcome. It was very sweet. Oh, yeah. It's all very nice. Everybody's very, very nice. It's very odd. But it is very strange. I was out at the Rock Normandy Golf Club one time, and I was just talking to somebody, and I hear from like across the, there's like a little parking area for the carts there. Yeah. I hear from like over about three or four carts away, are you Andy Hanselman? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How do, how do you, oh, well, I mean, you're, you're, I know your voice anywhere. Yeah. 
And then, it, so, and then we had a party, or you guys had a party for E on Saturday. Yeah. And I got to meet a bunch of your family and friends. It was awesome. I had a great time. I was time. so thrilled you guys came. And then Aunt Shelly walked up to me with the biggest grin on her face. Yeah. And so, hi, Aunt Shelly. I really enjoyed meeting you. And I was, and she, I mean, it was like she had like met a celebrity. I'm like, I, I'm really, I'm just a guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm nobody special. It was super cool, man, <laughs> for them to get, for everyone to get to meet you. Uh, we had my daughter's first birthday party this past Saturday. And Andy and his wife came along, and it was awesome that they came along. I had a great one, time. Isn't it funny that most people don't believe that you exist? As if, like, you're not, like, a human I, figure. I, I didn't, I mean, I, I don't know how I don't exist, but... I, it's as if I'm having some sort of conversation within my head, I guess, and people just hear the voice. Hmm. It's funny. The I voice of God. I mean, you do have, like, the golden pipes. But huh. it, it was a very, it's a very surreal, it's a, it's a, um, I, I just couldn't imagine it on a level... Of like a Tiger Woods right. or a Justin Timberlake or a Tom Cruise or a Brad Pitt. Like, right. Could you honestly imagine how no. weird that must be? Like Brad Pitt can't go to the grocery store. Right. How weird is that? Because people are going to take his picture and bother him and, you know, and I, I don't know, man. Like when he went through a public divorce with Angelina Jolie, it's like the dude just disappeared. He had to disappear. Yeah. Like he locked himself in his... Again, you don't feel bad for people with $20 million mansions, but... You don't, not typically, but... He, he locked himself in there. Like, Tiger Woods is worth a billion dollars. It's hard to feel really bad for him, but at the same point in time, his entire love life and mistresses and everything else was taken through the wood chipper, man. And his whole life was dissected. So, on the life level, and this is kind of what I wanted to talk to you about, have you ever seen... Somebody who was at the top have a bigger fall and then climb back to the top as no. much as he did. Not climb back. I heard today on the radio the perfect, uh, the closest thing would be like if OJ would have. I mean, but it would be different. If OJ like, st- started, like if he didn't kill somebody, but that wouldn't be what he would like. You know what? He fell from grace. Oh, like if you know OJ I mean? started in the naked gun four and a quarter, right after <laughs> being acquitted of murder. But I, you know what I mean? Like to think, I was trying to think of somebody. Where the situation was pretty similar, and even if you just go by sports, like, can you think of a football player that's anything like that? Aaron Hernandez? No, 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 that doesn't apply. Nope. Doesn't apply there. He, he didn't come back. Well, I mean, you know, he no, dead. You dead. Know. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, um, you could he- you hear things like Peyton Manning had five neck surgeries, and it's like, okay, you know, he he came back from that and won a Super but Bowl. Peyton Manning but- wasn't the best. Well, and not only that, he also didn't have the precipitous downfall that Tiger exactly. had. Tiger was unable to swing a golf club two years ago. Right. I mean, he was unable to swing a freaking golf club, and now he's winning the Masters against the best leaderboard we've ever seen of guys the that best are 20 players years in the world. than him, too. It wasn't so, and there were some other comparisons made yesterday as well, that in two, that when, he, when he, he won his last major in 2008 at the U.S. Open, I want to say it was at Torrey Pines, and it was against Rocco Mediate. That's when he tore his, his, his uh, ACL while he was playing. He played on no, the bad knee, wasn't it? No, that was at Pebble Beach in... Was that nine? Because then he tore his ACL while playing and still won. That's no, how it good was, it was? It was already torn. Right, but he played through so it. He played through it and yeah. won. And I think that was 2000... And if anyone's ever played golf and you try to swing with a torn ACL... You can't. You literally can't. And he won the tournament. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was 09. No, he didn't win in 09. So was it 08? Hang on. Let me get go over here to the Tiger Wikipedia. Anyway, the um when he won the PGA in in 2007, it was against he was up against uh oh god, what was the guy's name? Bob May. And when he won 
the Open and won the Masters in 2005. It was up against Chris DeMarco. Nobody's. Nobody. Relatively speaking. Now, Chris DeMarco had that thing going on through the mid to the early to mid 2000s where he was on every Masters leaderboard, kind of like what Charlie Hoffman is doing now. Where he's just hanging around. He hangs around. He plays he plays Augusta very well, but never but never got to one. But never got to win. All right, major championships. I want to say it was the 2002 U.S. Open at... Hold on, hold on. Tiger Woods overcame major injury to win his last major, which was in 2008, the U.S. Open. So maybe that's when he tore his ACL. Okay, yeah. whatever. No, it's I, I would just I just I had Googled it because this article just this came out in June of 2018. It's crazy. He's shaking hands with uh with Jack in the picture. It was also the first time that he had not been the 54 hole leader and won and won a major. Yes, I saw that stat yesterday. Yep. So. Didn't it just feel though like he was going to win? Like, honestly, there was something happened on Thursday and he was talking to Amanda Bellionis or maybe maybe it was the guy from from ESPN. And the question was, you shot 70 today. Are you concerned about where you're how you're going to finish? She goes, well, every time I won the Masters, I shot 70 in the first round. And he just, huh. and he just kind of smiled. Yeah. Like a coy. And smile. you just knew. Yeah. You knew. And he just knew. He goes, I have my game plan. I'm not about to tell you what my I'm not about to tell you tell you what my game plan is. But I have one, and it's gonna and it's gonna at least keep me in the running. And I think that's how he played. I think overall he played very. Um, I think he was very conscious of every shot and what the outcome possibility was. I think he played safe, and it actually won for him. I think safe won for the first time. He played safe, and I think it actually paid off. Instead of being the guy who goes for it all every shot, he played. I mean, eighteenth green showed that he played it safe. He yeah. lagged that putt up there. You know he did. He did not really. Talking about his chip shot? No, I'm talking the first putt because he had a. Oh, he was putt trying to, to make that. Out. He was trying to make that putt. I guarantee he was trying to. I, make I that. told my dad I don't think he did because why would he? Why wouldn't? Why didn't he go last? I don't know why those two guys didn't finish out first. Like Finau could have went. Yeah, and they then, both. They both. Could, they both should have finished their rounds first. Right, and then he goes, and I mean, it looked like at first Finau thought he was going to go, and then and then Tiger I, started doing his motions of like looking at the putt and reading the green, and it was like Finau was like, all right, maybe he was. I mean. Obviously, he knew he was going to win. Right. But he was maybe he was that zoned in and just didn't want to get off his routine. I don't, I don't have an answer. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't. And there's like there's like a 45 minute post game interview. Yeah. For the Masters press center. And maybe that was dressed. I, and I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch all that. That's true. Maybe that was it. Hey, do you. Uh, I, I got to ask you this because uh, we were this was like a debate yesterday. Do you do you use. Uh, like the Amazon Alexa or the Google Home. I have a you, yeah. We have a, we have a couple of Alexas in our house. You have the, you Alexa. Have the Alexa, Alexa? Is, that, is, that, is that the multiple for Alexa? What Alexa? do you use it for? What are your uses for it? Uh, the one in the bedroom. I uh, set an alarm on it. And, really, like a, a daily alarm? Uh huh. Okay, and you just say Alexa, wake me up at yeah. Set an alarm for six forty-five or a.m. And it just. And it and it goes off. Nice. Uh, Alexa, play thunderstorms. Ah, uh, to fall asleep. To too. fall asleep too. Most used to play music. Yeah, that's what we use it for. Yeah. And Lauren uses it for like uh, cooking timers. Yeah, like, I do that hey, too. Alexa, set timer a timer for ten minutes or whatever. I never even thought about the alarm though. Yeah. So so you do the Alexa. We have Alexa as well. Yeah. And our daughter is addicted to Alexa because she's figured out that if we say "Hey Alexa," she can hear Muppet Babies theme song. Oh. And now when she wakes up, uh, 
what I just did there. Uh, uh, when we go to Hey Alexa, we'll be like, um, like play whatever. Our daughter does that now. Like she'll walk up to the Alexa and be like, um, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and then she'll look back at us and we're like, oh my god, this kid figured this out. So now every time she gets up, it's uh, Hey Alexa, play Muppet Baby's theme song, and anybody with children knows that terrible, terrible song, but the kids love it. I just wonder what people use it for. And are you bothered by the fact that the, the news came out about that? About no. the fact that people listen? I could care less. Care less. It's the same thing. I don't care that they're monitoring what I look at on my phone. I, yeah. I honestly don't care because I'm not planning on murdering anyone. No. I'm not looking to blow up any buildings. They're just collecting data on you. And who cares? They've been doing that forever. They've been doing it in ways always. It's, it's, this is not new. Like, honestly, I'm happier that... that like Amazon, for example, like when I'm on Amazon and Facebook's on in the background, like it, it'll show up in my Facebook feed like, oh, uh, were you wanting a pair of shoes or whatever? You know, you, right. know, how, you know how it does that? Uh, I love that it does that because, yeah, I was looking for a pair of shoes. Are you familiar with the, uh, with the, with the big KitchenAid mixers that you use to like make bake stuff? Yeah. So we were making Christmas cookies and I'm like, boy, it'd be nice to have that paddle that will wipe the bowl for they'll wipe the bowl clean for you as it goes around. Yeah. Shows up on my Facebook feed just a couple hours later. So were you looking for it? No, I said it out loud. I said it. I said it to somebody in the house, and I don't either. My Alexa heard it. Either my phone heard me or the Alexa heard me. Oh my god! That okay? That's scary. Yeah, I don't know though. I kind of like it. I'm not actually against it. I don't really have a problem with it. Like um, a lot of people, generally conspiracy theory folks, (laughs) generally go like. What I'm, whatever they're listening to our conversations, like, what are you talking about that is so bad that Alexa can't hear it? That's what I'm always wondering. Like, are you saying, like, some shit that you shouldn't be saying? Right. Like, then you should worry about that. Like, I have, I'm not worried about... I'm talking about, like... Like, what was I talking I was talking about the Tiger Woods thing today when I came home. So I don't care if Alexa hears it. If you start getting Confederate, fa- Confederate flags in your, uh, in your Amazon feed, uh, you might have a problem. Right. You got bigger <laughs> Cause issues because you, you're a racist. If, if that's the if that's the fish you're frying, man, you got your own issues to be dealing with there. I, so, I don't know. I just I, I've heard a lot of people say they're really freaked out. By I that. like them, and plus I get an email every day. What's new? Or not every day, every week or so. What's new with Alexa? And it's just so you can try out new stuff, you can play games with her. You can. Do you, have you ever never done like the? I think it's called Magic Door. I think it's called Alexa. You say Alexa, let's play Magic Door. I believe is what it is. When it's like. It's great for kids that are like, I don't know, probably like four to seven years old where they like, it's a game and it walks through and it's like, all right, you've walked into a room and you have a choice of the door on the left, the door in the center, the door on the right. And then every one of them takes you through a different like adventure. Like if you go to the, you say door on the left, it'll be like, you've now walked into a room and there's ghosts all over the place. On the right, you see this. On the left, you see this. Which item do you want? And then like, you know what I mean? Like you keep going through it. That'd be fun. Yeah, it is fun. It, it, it honestly is fun. It would be. It'll be a lot of fun to play like with E when she's older. I I always forget to do this stuff. Maybe I'll try some of this stuff this week. What is it? Uh, here I'm pulling up the "What's New with Alexa" uh, email. Okay. From the Amazons. How's your taxes due? It's tax day. Do you owe, did you owe money? I owed twenty eight hundred dollars. Sucked. We owed six thousand dollars. Mm. Mrs. Hanselman likes to screw with her taxes, so that's. Mm. Um, Alexa, what's your favorite sport? Alexa, tell me jokes about insects. Alexa, do the hokey pokey. Alexa, rap about the cloud. Uh, what's the net worth of Jennifer Lawrence? What's the deadline for filing taxes? Alexa, con- convert one pound to ounces. Um, Alexa, what's Reese's book club pick this month? 
Now available on Audible, on Audible, every month, Reese Witherspoon picks a book she loves, centered around complex women and their unique stories. Isn't it crazy that something like that actually exists? That a computer does yes. this? Like, that we can get any answer that we want to anything. It's really weird when you really think about it. Like, Google is crazy. Alexa, quiz me on Game of Thrones, open Missing Link, play Radio Disney, reorder paper towels. Who can I call? Play music I haven't heard in a while. Wake me up to see you again at 6 a.m. So you can pick the song you want to play at 6 a.m. I think wake me up before Before you go go go. is how I'd like to wake up. Alexa, play the Science Versus podcast. Uh, We need to get the uh, the SL Happy Hour. uh, How the hell do we get that on there? We got to figure that out. Alexa, play the Stuff You Should Know podcast on iHeartRadio. I need to do that. Oh, we are on iHeartRadio. So we should be able to do that. Yeah. Alexa, play the Grammar Girl podcast. So make so, sure when you go home, if you have Alexa to say, yeah, play try the STL yeah. Happy Hour podcast. Yeah. Try it out. Let us know how that works. Hey, we're, do you, we're, we're creating engagement. Let us know how that works. Give us some feedback on our STL Happy Hour Facebook page. Yeah, we always want feedback on stuff. Um, do you, the other thing, so like obviously yesterday was a huge day. It was Masters, St. Louis Blues, who, you know, crapped the bed. Yep. Um, did you... Do you watch Game of Thrones? Are I do you, not. Are you a throne? No, you're not a throner. Nope, not. A, is that what they call themselves now? Throner? I don't know. I'm I'm so uncool. I'm just going I just with made it. that up. Did you? <laughs> you're the coolest. Have you, the cool. <laughs> do you ever watch any of it? Have you ever seen any of it? I've tried to watch like the first couple of episodes God, of the first see, season. That's what we did. We and tried that like, right when he was born. I was like, uh, this sucks. That's what. And they say, stick with it. That's what. That's what everybody keeps saying. And I got to be honest with you, the whole situation is just like I don't get it. I don't get it. Like it's just like cousin loving, brother sister effing. Like right. What's going on here, man? Like I I don't know. I it's the same stuff that you saw in um what do you call it? What's the movie? Uh, Russell Crowe. Uh, Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah. Except there's action there. I, I hear know. it gets better. And, and I got a lot of friends. Give that, it a shot. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My one buddy last night, Tim, he literally looked at me and goes, "Dude, I choose Game of Thrones over any other show." And I go over like Sopranos, Breaking Bad. Like all those shows? And he said, yeah. And I was like... It cannot be better than The Sopranos. That's what I'm saying. It can't be. To me, nothing tops The Sopranos. I love Sons of Anarchy. I love Breaking Bad. But like Sopranos is always number one to me. We're about to finish Weeds. Have you ever seen Weeds? I haven't. So like Weeds is about a, uh, a suburban mother, middle class mother who lives in California with two boys and her husband drops dead of a heart attack out of nowhere and now she has like no job skills, nothing. She was a, a stay-at-home mom, and she's got to pay for a house in California and everything, and she starts selling weed to make a living. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and kind of runs into, like, Mexican cartel issues and things oh, wow. like that. I don't know. It was on Showtime. It's got Kevin Nealon in it. I like Kevin Nealon. Fun fact, Kevin Nealon's from St. Louis. Did you know that? What? I didn't know yep, that. I Googled him. Huh. I Googled Kevin Nealon, and at first thing it said, birthplace, St. Louis, Missouri. Could not believe it. Interesting. Are you a traveled man? Have you been to Europe? No. I've been to Mexico. That's the furthest I've been. So it, today is April 15th, 2019, and today is the day that Notre Dame burned down in Paris. I'm very, very sad by this. You feel with, with, with what Notre Dame is, mm-hmm. the big cathedral. Right. I mean, you figure most people know what that is. Right. It suffered a devastating fire. What happened? They don't know yet. Oh, okay. They don't know yet. There, were t- there have been terror threats and violence in Paris for the past couple of weeks. But there was also some scaffolding all over. All over, they were doing a a thirteen million no thirteen year renovation. Oh wow! Of Notre Dame. How old is is that? Like I'm guessing eight hundred and fifty years old. 
Yeah. Wow. One of the most beautiful th- and I've and I've been there. It was it was Really? Yeah, it was I went when I went to France when I was 18 with my senior class. Oh, that's cool. It was super cool. It's an awesome thing. Yeah, it was a really really neat thing to get to do. It was a class thing? Like for your French school? class? French class? Yeah, the yeah, so Oh, so you took French? Yeah. Do you huh? ever take Spanish or any of that too? No. Nope. Just French? Are you able to speak it fluently? No. I can read a little bit. Can you understand when somebody's talking? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you pick. We, by the time you start a foreign language at the age of fourteen, it's too late. Why'd you choose French? Part French. My grandmother's French. Oh, really? Yeah, one hundred percent French. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. My mother's mother. My friends, Mike and Aaron, who we've talked about on the podcast before, you actually you should have. I think you, they were there Saturday. They were probably crazy busy with their kiddos. Their one son, I know for sure, his name's Oliver. He's three, and he can he can understand German and speak oh, neat. parts of it. Yeah, they've taught him it since the very beginning. It's so crazy, fully fluent, obviously in English, but can also speak and understand German. He's three. Yeah, I mean that's a bit. I mean, I can't even pronounce German. You gotta think teams. though. I mean, German kids can speak German at three. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> I mean, say they. Well, they say your brain's obviously like a sponge when you're right. Smaller. When you're that little, you can absorb, absorb. Um, you know, I know, <clears throat> I know sentence structure. I know grammar. Yeah. Um. I know. You know. I know certain things about how that how that stuff works. That's how I am with Spanish. Like I can I can pick up. I can pick yeah. up what's going on. Like when I worked for a landscape company, and I would be in charge of um, Mexican Americans that didn't speak English. Right. Uh, I would be like listening, and I'd be like, I'm pretty sure that guy just called me a bitch. I'm pretty sure he just called me a bitch. <laughs> or maybe he wants a hot dog. I'm a hundred percent sure he called me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So French, I didn't know that. Yeah. So today it's it's a very very sad day uh, to watch that happen. What's even sadder are the comments on the news sites on Facebook. Oh no, I think they should disable that crap. They should disable that crap. And here's I'm going to tell you exactly why they should disable that crap. I took so I post. So first of all, somebody said that. Oh. Um, well, I mean, I guess I can understand why this is a big deal. There's buildings like the Notre Dame in St. Louis. No, Karen. No, Karen. There, there's nothing like the Notre Dame in St. Louis. Okay, this is gonna sound really stupid, but is the Notre Dame what Notre Dame University's named after? Yeah, it's our mother. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what that means. Is our mother? Yeah. Crap! I didn't know that. See, I didn't take French. That's the and that's the end of the podcast forever because yeah. I work with an idiot. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm that's kidding. True. I'm kidding. I love this our guy. mother. I know our mother university. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it means. Um. If you have uh, kids in the car, I need you to uh, tell them to put on their earmuffs. Earmuffs. Um, I'm not going to read these names, but this is the comment, I think, I think from the Fox 2 Now story. Okay. Good that MF needs to burn all the boys that was molested in that place. Another guy, raghead terrorists. Hmm. Their God finally got tired of all the priests molesting kids. As they say, everything happens for a reason. And then this moron, as the French are usually so, so sympathetic... When the British suffer any kind of tragedy, would like to offer these words of support. So unfucking lucky, you garlic breath tossers. The fuck is wrong with people, Alpina? Uh, I think they're just angry in general. I think at themselves. People, they're angry at themselves. Well, it always starts, I think, with themselves. I think people are more depressed now than they've ever God. been before. Honestly, I think they are. A, a historic piece of architecture, a work of art, a piece of be- a, a beautiful building. Right is destroyed by a fire, and that's what you want to say about well, it? Well, I think it just says more about the people, more than anything else. I think it I, does. I, and, I, and I honestly don't feel it's our 
people a lot of times we get all like um like oh this is our society i i don't think that's true i think it's i think it's the the miscreants are like the crap on the bottom of our shoes of society like it the, really those is. people that are saying that type of shit like those are just those are those those are those people like this those same people were the same people in high school yep they were doing that yep. like those are the same type of people that like you know um Somebody dies of cancer and they're like, well, good, he was an asshole. Like, those are those people. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't associate with those people. Never yeah. have, never would. And, I, and the reason I didn't say their names because I don't, I don't give them credit. They don't deserve any recognition for, for, well, no. for saying that kind of crap. Well, and that's why I think they should disable. Again, looking back, this is the comment section underneath these website stories. Yeah. I think they should disable that because nobody deserves to be putting the comment out there. Why is that a thing anyway? I don't know. Why is there a comment section? It, it, if it's a it's a it's a piece of uh, I think when it started. So this is it's actually not literature, but you know what I mean. It is. It's just, it's a story. It's a period, writing, Yeah, it's a it's a newspaper story, and you know you should be able to. And you know, part of this country's constitution is that you have the you have the the right to free speech to comment on those things. However, most people don't understand what free speech means. Right. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. It is. It does not mean you can say whatever you want. No. It means you can say whatever you want, but there might be consequences associated with it, unless you're talking about the government. The government cannot throw you in jail for speaking poorly about the government. Well, I want to know about those people's jobs. Do they have jobs? These sure people that are writing that type of crap underneath there? Everybody has a job. Everybody's got to have some kind of job. Right. So what about the employer? The employer doesn't know about this? Like, if I went around writing crap like that, I guarantee you Coca-Cola would find out about it. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Without even trying. Yeah. First off, you know when you write underneath one of those things, it shows up in your other friend's timeline. Oh, yeah. You know that, right? Like, yes. so if Andy Hanselman was to comment on a story, that. Yeah, like, that like, like, like on a Fox 2 now, like a Fox 2 news story. Yes. Where there's 100,000 comments. It will show up it in was, my feed uh, yep. saying that Andy Hanselman has commented on. And, of course. And it shows you right there how big of a jerk you can be. Yeah. And people, I guess, don't, just don't care. I don't know, man. I also, like, I follow Stray Dogs of St. Louis, I believe it yeah. is. Or Stray Rescue of St. Louis. And I I follow it because I'm a huge dog lover, but I also, um, I it almost makes you say it absolutely makes you sad, but it almost makes you sick more than anything else when you see these stories about like there's two dogs right now. I believe one's called Marco and one's Harris, where it's actually made national news where these dogs were like left for dead here in St. Louis. They were left for dead on the side of the road. Oh my god! And now they're somebody was kind enough saw them on the side of the road, literally left for dead, picked them up, brought them into the stray rescue, and they're trying to through donations and stuff, keep these dogs alive. And the one dog, Harris, is starting to walk. He's starting to eat. But it's like, dude, how could you do that to an animal? How could you do that? I was thinking about this in bed last night, and I don't know why I was thinking about it. But I guess because I was anticipating talking about this on the show. I don't right. know why. Um, but people who give a, like, they only want puppies. So after a dog turns well, two or three, right. they get rid of the dog and get a new puppy. Right. Because puppies are cute. I had my dog, my my Buzzy, my foster fail, mm. laying on me, cuddled up as tight as he can with me. I'm thinking, I could never do that to that poor animal. I could never do that to that dog. That dog would be heartbroken if he never got to see me again. It's supposed to be your friend, man. Not to sound like... Exactly. Uh, no, they are your friends. Whatever. Like my dogs, like Luca. Luca's lived with me... In like nine different nine different homes, because she's lived with me in three different states. 
I mean, she's traveled with me everywhere. That dog has gone everywhere with me. And I mean, she's only five years old, five and a half years old. I couldn't imagine my life without like Luca being around. Yeah. And I love Rocky too. We have another little dog, but I mean, Rocky's story isn't as extravagant as Luca's. Like Luca's been in Arkansas, Michigan, and Missouri. Like she's been everywhere. She spent 16 hours driving from Alpena, Michigan down to St. Louis with me in a bucket seat of a U-Haul. Buzz was found walking along a state highway over here in Illinois with, with a with a chain and a padlock around his neck at about seven months old. Yeah, those people are people that do that are just, I, I, don't, just I don't get it. What is your point? What he's is a, your... he's a he's a black pit bull. <clears throat> so what? You can't but right, do that. he's but he's the sweetest. I mean, and he he's he loves to the lo- he loves love to the point where it's super annoying. Yeah, super annoying. Yeah, ours follow around. Ours follow us around like shadows. But it's great. I wouldn't know what to do when they're not around. Like sometimes right. they stay with my mom and dad for like a night, you know, like because um, my parents have a lot of like property for the dogs to run and yeah. stuff. And uh, like my mom would be like, oh, do you want the dogs to stay here or whatever, you know? And I'm like, that's fine. They can have a day to like enjoy the backyard and whatnot. And when we go home, dude, it's weird. It's weird not having the dogs. Like you're used to like yeah. the dogs being around. I and same for cats. I have, you know, I love cats, too. I had a cat. Like, um, I just can't imagine doing what some of these sick people, people do. Are, and, and those are the same people that write the crap. Say, yeah, that's, that's who does that. Is that those same people. Yeah, man. They're just sick people. They're, are they the 1%? Because uh, the, the, wor- the worst of 1%. That's what I'm saying. They're the worst of yeah. the 1%. Yeah, not like the 1% of, like, you know, rich people. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, no, the other 1%. Are the, the 1% of scum in your... Yes. It, yes. Because do you even know anybody like that? No. I know... Thousands of people. I have met thousands of people. I have too. I've never, at least that I know of, met anyone that would even write crap like that on Facebook. Or even really think that. Because it's not funny. Is that supposed to be funny? Like, I, I, get, I do get people ooh. being upset with the molestation stuff that has gone on in, within the uh, Catholic religion. I understand that. As yes. somebody who is, who is uh, I'm baptized Catholic, um, I get it. That actually went on at my grade school. There was some sort of touching that kind of went that went on. Grade school right. is now gone. It was a young girl. It wasn't a boy. Yeah, whatever was going on went on. Uh, you know, but uh, it it never made me go like, God, I hope a church burns down. You know, yeah. Like I never thought like because of whatever molestation stuff's going on within the Catholic religion. I never think like. Yeah, I'm not down with Jesus or whatever. You know what? I, I don't know. Like, I don't think And like it's that. so much more than that. Um, the Bells of Notre Dame rung at the armistice of World War One and World War Two that there was peace. Mm. Uh, it's where Napoleon stole, stole, some, or, uh, stole something, stole the, uh, the thorns, the, th- the crown <clears throat> thorn, or the, okay. th- the, the crown of thorns from the Pope. Okay. From Pope Pius the First. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's just so much history behind that building. It's the same crap that goes on with if you go to like YouTube stories of 9-11. It's the same crap, man. It's the same thing. I don't I know better than to read that. Like if you if you if you go to like a 9-11 video, like the video of the the planes hitting the towers. Yeah. Like if you read underneath it, it's normally been deleted by YouTube, you know, because they're smart enough to catch that stuff. But like sometimes it sneaks through where there's just like some sick individual who again whether they think it's funny it's not or whatever they think it is comedy's really really hard people i know but at the same point in time it's really like, really hard there's some things that just obviously are not funny and no. I, I don't think mass casualties 
and death is funny. I don't ever think that's funny. Representative Omar from Minnesota was in the news. I heard about Or has this. been in the news since March. Yeah. Because she made some off-color comments about... I forgot exactly what... It, it, something something like, about 9-11, it's Something about 9-11. Something about her people... I don't want to put. I don't want to. I don't want to misquote it. I don't want to right. say anything poorly. Right. I don't know if she was making a joke or what kind of point she was trying to make, but you can't. I mean, there's nothing funny about. There's 9/11. nothing funny about. Like it. I there's know no, Pete, Pete Davidson, the SNL guy. Yeah. Uh, What's up with him? Well, his his dad died in nine eleven. Okay. His father died. He was in one of the towers, okay. and uh, he he makes fun of it all the time. Which again, dude, that's your pain. That's your thing to each their own. I don't think it's funny. Like, there's nothing funny about it. Like, Every and, you know. and the thing is, most people, most people in New York, New Jersey, in that general area, either know some knew somebody or mm-hmm. know someone who knew someone. Mm-hmm. I mean, just two degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. Someone who died in the attack. Yeah, or at least was there and could have. So died. trying trying to get political gain or making a joke about it. Yeah, even now, eighteen years later. Mm-hmm. Is not appropriate. No, I just in my eyes. No, I just don't. I don't think any any of it is um, is funny. Any, I, I I don't know. But again, it, it, that is the. It, it's not the society that we live in. It is the scum of the society that's yeah. doing these things. How old were you in two thousand? Were you twelve? In two thousand one, I was fifteen. Fifteen. I was a um. I was a sophomore. That's right. You're old. I 30. had just begun my sophomore year at CBC. We were in church. Uh-huh. I can actually still vividly remember it. So is it the old CBC? So in order to have all of us guys in there, it was uh, inside the gymnasium where they played basketball, and we would have church. This is the old <laughs> CBC on Clayton Road? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, uh, I had fallen asleep up in the top rafters, because that's where the sophomores were way up at the top with the freshmen, and I had actually fallen asleep, and I remember my buddy Adam Neese was, like, uh, elbowing me, and I'm like, what? And he goes, uh, he goes uh, you know, Mr. Barr, who is our disciplinarian, had interrupted the sacrament. You know, like while the priest is blessing everything, he interrupted it and said, boys, he goes, uh, I'm not making this up. I can't forget it. Boys, America's under attack. We need to go back to homeroom. And I remember being like, what did you just say? Like, what? What did you just say? He stopped the the mass to see, like, what is going on? And we went back and every obviously you turn on the TVs. There were cell phones were not allowed in CBC. And plus, back then, it was so early that like if you did there have no a cell smart, phone, there was there no, no videos. Smart, yeah, there, there were yeah. no smartphones. And I'm like. We turned on the TVs in the corner of the room, and it was like, "Holy crap, man!" Like yeah. the Today Show was like live, and that was when the, the that was when the first one hit. So and then we literally watched the second one hit, and it me. was like, "Oh wow, holy shit, man! What is happening?" Like yeah. that's why when people don't give respect to even somebody like a TSA agent, like, dude, you're an idiot. Yeah, like. Without them, do you know what goes wrong? Like, without police, without the military, like, people that don't respect that stuff, like, the people that go against, like, the military, like, it's crazy to me, man. It's crazy. I, I don't understand that either. You lose everything. You don't have it. It was a, it was a beautiful Tuesday morning here. It was pretty much, I think it was a pretty day all over the country. Uh, it looked like the weather had been about the same. Uh, it was about 75 degrees in, you know, early September. It's a really, really pretty morning. And I was getting up. I was getting ready. I had class that morning. I was I was 24 and I was in my last uh, year of school. Okay. Um and I was watching the I had TV in my bedroom, watching the uh, Today show, get up, go get in the shower, come back out and 
uh, like, oh, a plane hit the first tower. We think it's like, you know, just a passenger, you know, a, a little, some kind of jet. Mm-hmm. Or a little, they thought or a it little, was a mistake a little, at Yeah, first. probably was a mistake. Somebody flew into the World Trade Center. Right. And I'm sitting there, watch it, and, you're, I'm, and I, I watched that plane come out of the top right-hand corner. And I'm like, what's that guy doing? Yeah. And then you see it, and you're like, holy fuck. Do you remember how the country used to be? Do you remember that? Like right after 9-11, how everyone was on everybody's side? Oh, yeah. Like before it became this crazy crap that we got now? Yeah. Right versus left, whatever versus whatever. Yeah, I don't everybody care. was together. Yeah, man. That was... And it, and it absolutely sucks that it takes terrible things like that to unite everybody. It really sucks. But like even right now, like... Look at how we how far we've come in that amount of time. It's been 18 years and we are completely divided again. It's been 18 years. 18 years ago... Everyone was on the same side. Everyone was like on the same side, like all America all day. And 18 years later, people hate each other like they because of what, like left or right. I, I just don't understand the crap. I, I don't understand it either. I mean, the, the things that divide us are way fewer than the things that unite us. So I think, you know, like, not to be, like, a downer, but, like, I will always say, like, the one thing that always... Well, the thing that always puts everything in perspective for me... Yeah. ...is my brother. Right. Right? So, like, when my brother passed away on uh, September 10th of 2010, and, like, whatever you cared about on September 9th of 2010 no longer mattered on September 10th of 2010. Right. One day right. made the difference of everything. And like, honestly, like even when you get really pissed off about something or even wonder about something, there's something about the loss of of what really matters that makes you go, you know, I just don't I don't I'm not bothered by that. Like, um, I don't know, man, I've, not, I've, I've been like maybe that's why I'm not one of those people that's like consumed by left versus right or weird things like that. I've never been consumed by it. I don't know. I think that I think you have to go through some shit to actually like make yourself, you know appreciate everything else I, I don't disagree you know what you're i mean to, you're totally like i'm right. sure you've lost grandparents at your age you've lost grandparents I have. and i mean like if you really think about something that really will piss you off like um i don't know what's something that really pisses you off that's probably super mundane traffic let's traffic. say that traffic like traffic on your way great to work. example you're driving to work and you're furious i even do this everyone does everyone does this i drive for work for like a living so i essentially am in traffic all the time and i will get pissed but at the same point in time if you just step back and go yeah, I could be six feet on yeah, the other side of could this. be worse. You know what I mean? Like, I have a saying, like, if something happens, like, at a restaurant to me, like, yeah. if there was, like, you know, I really hate to say something, but there's, like, there's a hair in my food. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'll look at the, I'll look at the person, I'll be like, if that's the worst thing that happens to me today, I'm having a pretty good day. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah. It's just something that happens. Yeah. It's just true, you just take it all with a grain of salt. You just, you just go with it. You have to. So that's why when these people get on like these websites and act the way they do, like one, I, I do, I pay them no mind. Like I don't even look at it. I very seldom do. I like stories about Dexter Fowler, Marcelo Zuna in the yeah. uh, post dispatch. I do not read the comment section. I don't want to get that mad. Yeah. I don't want to get that mad. Yeah. I hate to think that I walk around with these idiots. Well, and the fact that people get that upset about it, um, that you can't control something of that. It's not that they're just upset about baseball. They are they're dishing out racial slurs against these men. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's awful. I just don't get it. I really don't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't get it. 
I will say, totally random, and I, to bring it on a lighter note, and I have to ask you, and you have to give me your God's honest opinion. When was the last time you wore a pair of jean shorts? Oh, God. 1990. They sell them at Macy's for like $40. Jean shorts. I just saw them. I'm not kidding. Why, why are those back? I have no idea. That's what I was wondering. Like, am I not cool? And have I not figured out? I thought jean shorts were totally out. But you can go to Macy's right now and get yourself a pair of jean shorts. I'm not even kidding. I walked in and thought, oh, those are jeans. And I thought they were on sale because I like like the Levi's 501s and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, they're on sale for $35 or whatever. Nope, they're shorts. They're literally, literally jean shorts. Uh, Menshealth.com. Uh-oh. The six best men's spring fashion trends for 2019. Uh, one is a Hugo Boss bag. Uh, one's a Puma uh, uh, jacket. Faded denim jeans are back, okay. which I love. Yeah. Track jackets. Okay. Knit polos. Okay. Uh, windbreaker jackets. Eh. Chino pants. What are chino? Khakis. Pants? Oh, okay. Duffel bags. Like wearing duffel? Carrying a duffel bag. The essential bag for your lifestyle, these lightweight <clears throat> duffel bags are great for the long haul, even when stuffed to the max. Each of these bags has a unique too cool for school vibe that'll have you standing out in the pack. Hmm. No hmm. thanks. I'm good. All right. Let's go down to the next one. See if we can find anything on Gene. Uh, this is from British GQ. The, the, the Brits oh, are, here we go. The hey, Brits are usually pretty good on this. You'll find some Gene shorts in there. Let's see what we have here. Uh, a return to elegance. Uh, oblique jacket and wide leg pant and woolen mohair by Dior. I don't. I didn't understand a single word you just said. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I'm looking at these models. None of them are wearing jean shorts. So cool. We're still cool, but they're trying to make it. They're trying to bring them back. Technical jersey shorts by Prada. What are technical jersey shorts? I don't know. I'm going to tell you something, though. I'm tell you something, and I'm okay. Why are these? There's now there's guys wearing suits without shirts. Nice. I'm tell you what I'm not gonna do. Get a pair of jean shorts. Not getting. Them I always felt like jean shorts were uncomfortable. I, you know, I agree. Like compared to khaki shorts, they're not even close. And mine were always from the Gap too. Yep. yep. That's where you had to get your jean shorts was from the Gap back in 1992. Well, like the reason I honestly thought about this was because uh lauren and i went to justin timberlake a couple weeks back when he came okay. to st louis okay great show had a wonderful time the dude is beyond talented like god bless um and every woman there 90 percent of the women there were wearing leather jackets really yes yet i looked around and found no fellas wearing a leather jacket hmm do you well, own that's a, interesting do you own a leather jacket I do. Do you wear it? Not very often. See, like I own one, but I've. It's I, just because they come and go, though, for men. Right. But right. So, so, so having having a black leather jacket in the stash is good to have. It's good to have around. Yeah. That we have to buy a new one when it comes because they're not cheap. No, and they'll come back. They always come back. They're definitely in for women, as far as I could tell, because every woman at Justin Timberlake's concert was wearing a black leather jacket. It was crazy. So I bought these shorts. Jean shorts. No, they're not jean shorts. <laughs> they are. I'll tell you what they're called. They're from Vineyard Vines. Mm-hmm. Familiar with Vineyard Vines? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a high-end label. Right. These suckers, they is stretchy. Okay. 
They is comfy. All right. They were $100 a pair. Cut it out. 20%. Cut it out. But when, if you sign up for their email list, you get 20% off your first so 80 order. Bucks. So 80 bucks. Okay. And they are called the... Stretchy. 10-inch performance breaker short. And they look like khaki. Are they khaki looking? They're ca- they're they're very they're they're good for the golf course. Okay. Here, I'm going to read the. I'll read. I like reading things. That I'm going to read what's on the prompter. I'm down with that. Uh, great stretch. You'll love the all-day comfort and water-resistant finish these men's shorts provide for all your adventures. Fabrics: 90% polyester, 10% spandex. Features: light fabric that stretches for mobility. There's a Vineyard Vines logo embroidered above the back pocket. Water-resistant finish, so they dry fast. Tonal rubber buttons and a button through waistband closure, slash mesh pockets that are lightweight and breathable, and they're imported. They're the best damn shorts. Where I've ever are they owned. imported from? Oh, I'm sure they're made in Bangladesh or somewhere. <clears throat> it's awesome. They're awesome shorts. What color are they? Uh, I have a pair of gray ones and a pair of the Nantucket pinks. I just got two pairs of Volcom shorts. You know, Volcom like the skateboard brand. That's what I wear, as if I'm 20 years old again. Oh, those are sharp. Those are sharp. I mean... And if they're comfy, that's all that matters. And they're vineyard vines. Well, see, yep. And here's the thing with me, too. So, you, as most of you now know, I'm a big boy. No. Yeah. And so, when you go play golf at some of these fancier places, you have to, you have to tuck your shirt in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like wearing my pants under my belly with my shirt tucked in. It's a whole thing. Okay. It just it just doesn't doesn't make you comfortable. It doesn't make it doesn't make comfortable. It doesn't make you look good to have your big fat gut hanging out over your pants. Okay. So I have to pull my pants up over my belly. Okay. These are big guy problems. There's okay. not not a whole lot of you can, can relate to it. Maybe some of you can. Okay. I know you can. So you got to but you, so you pull it up over your thing and then so then everything's tucked in. Now there's a little bit there's a little bit of belly in your short. Okay. But I mean it is what it is. You have it. It's not going to go away. Right. But it's much better tucked in like that. Okay. Is it uh, comfortable to swing? Can you swing more comfortably with like when you're swinging your golf club that way? Yes. Really? Yes. I could see that. Yes. I could see that. So to have something where you can flex and move a little bit and have a little bit of, just a little bit of room to move I have in never, there? Why have they why do they not make all clothing like that? I've always wondered I that. I don't know. First off, like my size runs like one day I'm one size, one day I'm the next size. And it, and from pant to pant, it could be a Levi 501 jean and a Levi 501 jean size 32 or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And I swear to God, the one pair, bought them at the same time, washed them the same way, everything. That one pair will not fit me on Monday, and the other pair will fit me that day. Like, they one shrunk just enough to where it was like, crap, and there's no stretch in them, and it drives me bananas. I usually wear Levi's and Lucky Brand jeans. My dad loves Lucky Brand jeans. They're awesome jeans, yeah. and now they and they both have stretchy jeans now. You know who, whose jeans I'm huge into is Express. They last forever, dude. I'm wearing them right now. Really? Yeah. See, they don't make they, they, they don't make last. they don't make big boy jeans. Really? Yeah. I don't like anything else Express work makes. I yeah. still like their clothing, but it just doesn't nowadays it's maybe I'm maybe I'm just getting older. Like as weird as that sounds to say at 33, I think I'm just getting too old to wear certain stuff. Yeah? I bought a gold watch. Nice. I'm not wearing it yet. I'm going to wear it for the wedding. Is it a Rolly? No, no, it's like a gold plated one. It's a Nixon. Okay. You ever seen a Nixon watch? Hmm. And I'm not a crook. Is that is that their <laughs> is that their theme? It's like a surfing company, I believe, but it's a uh, huh. it's a gold. I guess it'd be gold plated because it certainly ain't gold. Um, but I bought that and I instantly put it on and I thought, eh, I might be too old to be wearing this. Cause you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have the status to wear it. 
you know. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's true. Don't don't let anybody tell you what you can and can't wear. You wear what you like. Brother. I just always think about like what my dad was wearing when he was thirty three, like flannel, jeans. What are you most looking forward to about the wedding? Uh, well, the cliche answer and the smart answer is to say marrying my best friend, which is obvious. Oh, sweet. So we will go with the obvious answer, but this is a very good answer. I think the thing I'm most excited for, if I got to be brutally honest, is the people that are coming along. So we have like 38 people going with us um, to the destination wedding in Las Vegas. Um, and it's uh, friends of mine from Chicago yeah. that, that I've known for om- almost two decades now, uh, which is crazy to think. And uh, friends of mine from St. Louis and family members. And the fact that they're all going to be in one spot yeah. and we're going to get to hang out. You know what I mean? Like That's, that, kind, of the neat, that's kind of the neat thing. It's pretty cool. We're also going to get to play Bears Best. Oh, fun. Vegas, the golf course. Yeah. Yeah. So I Googled that just to look at it. It's unlike anything I've ever played. I've played Kiva Dunes. Yeah. And a couple places like that, but I've never played anything like Bears Best, like we're going to play. You guys doing a little, like a little reception party after the wedding? So uh, immediately following the wedding, my mom wants us to do like a dinner. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, I don't know which restaurant we're going to do, but we're going to go to a restaurant and take everybody there and have it like, you know, dinner and drinks immediately after the wedding there. And I think reception wise, we'll do something at my parents' house, maybe like a month later. Okay, cool. You know, you'll get your invite. They got a great setup out there. Yeah. It's cool, man. So my parents bought that house in 2007, and they're out in Barnhart, yeah. for those who don't know. So he, they bought that house in 2007, and they and my dad's done a lot of work to it and done a lot of you great tell. things to it. Yeah, like he just built that garage, the second garage he just built that last summer. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, He's done a lot of wonderful things What's he things keeping out it. there? His, his, his fancy whips? Well, he's got a... You love it. He's got a golf thing out there, a golf simulator. Yeah. Like the golf thing. Were we playing on this on Saturday? We should have been. You know how it was. There were so many people and so there many kids. So many people, so many kids. Dude, there, I think fifty people ended up showing up to the whole thing when it was all said and Did done. Did you see the new golf simulator Sam's has for thirteen thousand dollars? That's crazy. This isn't anything like that. This is like my my, my dad's like blue collar dad guy, but he's like he's cool. Yeah, your mom's cool too. They're both they're both Lord's like cool. super laid back and chill. And but my dad is a golf nut. Yeah, he, he has been my entire life. Like. I have a tattoo on my back that I don't even think they know of that says mom and dad in cursive. And then for my mom, there's an anchor by the M. And by my dad, there's a golf ball. Huh. That's why. Because that's how my dad. That'll be how I always remember my father. Yeah. Is golf. Like no matter. I mean, and a mustache. He's had a mustache his entire life. Yeah. Now he's got a goatee. But he looked like Tom Selleck for like a long, <laughs> long time. I can see that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, you know, so, you, so would you do you think. God, I, I, I kind of want to buy a pair of jean shorts, so I'm ahead of the curve. I don't think it's happening, dude. I guess not. Here, uh, here, let's just let's just Google 2019 men's just, jean shorts. Oh uh, men's designer denim shorts. Ooh, a denim pant. The top den best shorts uh, for men to wear in the summer 2019. This is from OnPointFresh.com. What is the name of the website? Onpointfresh.com. Okay. Uh, I love these names. So there is a pair of uh, Volcom men's freaking modern stretch chino shorts. Nice stretches in. Thank again. Why are not all pants have stretch in them? Why should? Why would they not? It's a game changer, brother. 
Well, I mean, our bodies in general, like the way we sit at desk or do whatever we do yeah. for work, like you're contorting your body all the time. So why would your pants not stretch with you? Unique Glow Men Easy Shorts. Uh, the Unique Glow Easy Shorts are an excellent choice for anyone looking to stay cool, dry, casual, and classy. Shorts made with a breathable material that wicks perspiration so you can enjoy the warm weather without getting uncomfortable. It has two deep double... Blah, blah, blah. And these are jean shorts? No, no, these are just... Um, the Volcom? Are these are Volcom? Is that what you said? Uh, the Volcoms are the first one. This is, this okay. is the uh, Unique Glow, U-N-I-Q-L-O. Yeah, the Volcom ones are the ones I own. The freaking Chino ones or whatever. Oh, you do have you those? Have are the ones those? I just got. They're yeah. number one. Yeah, those are the ones I just got. Those are comfy. By the way, those Vineyard Vine ones that I have, mm. you can also, after you're done golfing, just leave them on and go swimming in them. Oh, oh, they're the dual, like the hybrid shorts? Yeah, they're kind of hybrid shorts. Really? Yeah, but they're they're more short shorts than they are swimming shorts. But yeah. it's just like if you don't have swim trunks with you, that's nice. you can just go jump in. Number three, the Polo Ralph Lauren Stretch Classic Fit Short. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, a polished transition scout short. Hey, does polo always fit you weird? No, polo is supposed to be very well. God, it doesn't fit me at all. Like I don't, I fit in the, I fit in the shoulders perfectly, but then it, it like it doesn't fit me anywhere else. It just doesn't fit me right. I love it, but it doesn't fit me right. Uh, they shrink on me, and, and I so yes, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. But I, uh, you need to go to the Tommy Bahama polos. Okay, they're also hundred ten dollars each, but God damn it. but. I'm telling you, I bought some for my cruise in 2016. Mm. I still have them. And they, they still have their shape, and they, st- and they still have their color. So really? they last. Well, if you're going to pay that, yeah, I mean, yep. thank God. And when you spend that kind of money on clothes, wash them in cold water. Yeah, we only have, we turned off the hot. I turned off the hot. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, actually, I shut it off. You can't even get hot water now. Number six, the Outlier New Way short. Uh, number seven, the Tom Snyder Thorpe Gym short. Oh, here we are. Diesel Crow Short BN. It wouldn't be right to not include a pair of jean shorts or jorts to this list. Yes. The once experimental short has seen a rise in popularity in recent years. These shorts from premium Italian brand Kiesel Crow Short are made with a drawstring waist and stretched denim for ultimate comfort. Wear jean shorts with a simple tee shirt and a trainer's oh and trainers for casual situations. Or put on a cotton button-down shirt and loafers for a smart and casual look, Alpina. I guarantee you, in five years, jean shorts will be back. No, and they'll be. Oh no, here's a pair of tight roll jeans. I'm not that. I'm not that. Mother trucker. No, 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 no. Hey, what? What do you remember with your wedding? What color was your suit? I, I wore a. I wore a, a pair of khaki-colored pant mm-hmm. and a. Did you uh, were outside? Uh huh. A beach and a Tommy Bahama button-down. And a pair of flip flops. I kind of regret that. The flip flops or the what you were wearing? Kind of what wearing I, a suit. Kind of what I was. Yeah. Because the suits like the yeah. Like the, that's what I should have done. What you always think about. Yeah. I, I had one made at Men's Warehouse, and uh, mine's navy blue. I went navy blue suit, white shirt, navy blue tie, and like the light brown shoes. No, look sharp. Probably gonna go white tie or ivory colored tie. Thought about it. Thought about it. Yeah. When That's usually what I see a lot when 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 guys suit up for yeah. uh, for their wedding. Yeah, and then I got the guys wearing the ca- uh, the blue khaki pants and the brown shoes, white shirt, and the blue nice. tie. Should be pretty good. Yeah, you guys look sharp. How many people were in your uh, your side of the your side of the guy side, groom's side? I got nine. Um, only a few of my friends came down, and they were just guests because yeah. Kelly didn't have Ke- Kelly had. 
um, her daughter and uh, her sister okay. on her side. So I have my brother and my brother-in-law on my side. So it was where was it small. at? We, we, uh, no, Tybee Island, Georgia, which is right by Savannah. Oh, okay. great beach. Yeah. Lots of beach. God, it was beautiful. Someone dr- almost drowned. There was, there was a water rescue behind us during our ceremony. Oh, that adds to the moment, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Someone got up and says, don't swim by the jetties. You know, you know the jetties are the, the rock things at the end of the beach where yeah. help control the water and help control the, the, the waves going into the Savannah River. So somebody's like drowning behind Yeah, them. they're like, help, help. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. But it's an old joke. It's, it's, from, it's, it's old Saturday Night Live. And there was a guy, there was, there was a comedian, he told jokes, and he would always say things backwards. Okay. So, like, instead of saying hi, he's like, hiya. Okay. Okay, kind of that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he drowned. And Chevy Chase says, onlookers didn't know what to do when his, when his pleas of, play, play, fell on deaf ears. <laughs> I will still say Chevy Chase was the absolute best on Weekend Update. And I love Norm MacDonald. But I thought Chevy Chase was still the best. Don't you think he was still the best? Like, for real? Like, he was the original? He's the OG. I, I love Norm MacDonald, though. God, Norm MacDonald's so good. That's why he's almost played golf with, with Norm MacDonald one time. No. I've seen him live in stand-up, but I've never gotten to almost play golf with him. So back in the day, I worked for a, a, the newspaper here in town. And I went and did a feature story on, uh, on Stephen D.C. Oh, okay. Radio they were guys. the huge. They were the huge morning, morning show in St. Louis. This is back. This is 1996. Is when this was. And so I went over there, and Norm Macdonald was going to be performing that night at the, probably the Westport Playhouse or the Funny Bone or somewhere along those lines. Sure. <clears throat> and so he was a guest in studio. And uh, I'm. I mean, I'm there. I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm just kind of sitting around, just watching things and observing. And um, Norm says to me, "Hey, hey, buddy, yeah, uh, you you play golf." And I said, yeah, because I was wearing a Titleist hat that day. Mm. And he goes, oh, yeah, me too. He says, uh, where can we go golfing around here? I was like, well, so there's, so there's Forest Park Golf Course right across the, uh, right across the street. He says, oh, you want to go? I'm like, oh, boy, I'd really love to, but i got to go cover the LPGA out in Chesterfield. You're better than me. I would have been out there playing with Norm I McDonald. didn't even think about it. I was so focused on you know, work job. that Norm McDonald just asked me to go play golf with him. I'm like, meh, I'm good. Have you met other famous people? Like, I've met Vince Vaughn. It was for like 32 seconds, and it was at a Cubs game. And he talks super fast, and he's super tall. He's like six foot six. Um, He's a lot bigger in person than you'd think he would be. Yeah. Uh, He was literally coming the opposite way that I was. Um, And it was right around... Would have been right around Wedding Crashers time. So he was at like, you know, uh, top Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, my God. And I like bumped into him, you know, like on purpose. And I was like, hey, Vince Vaughn. And he's like, hey, buddy, what's going on? You know, he's like super fast talker. And then he like literally was like, all right, man. Well, hey, good luck. You know, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and he went on his way. And I met Gavin DeGraw would be the other one. Have you ever heard of him? He's a musician. Yeah. 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 I don't want to be yeah. anything other than what I've been trying I've to be lately. I've drank with Gavin DeGraw, actually. Nice. Yep, up at Loyola, yeah. So at Super Bowl in 2018 up in Minneapolis, uh, there weren't as many celebs as you would expect to be at a Super Bowl during Super Bowl week because it was three degrees yeah. in January. Uh, I did meet Guy Fieri. Okay. One of my heroes. Mm-hmm. 
had him autograph my press credential. Yeah. I held it out, and he looked at it. And he looked back up at me. And he would be, what would we call him? Like a he's a TV host, but he's also like a cook extraordinaire. Yeah, you know he's I mean? a ce- like, celebrity chef. Celebrity chef. That was it. Yeah. So and like and then another guy there. This guy is always on um, uh, guys' grocery games with him. His name is Chef Aaron May. Okay. And uh, I'm just standing at the at the Bud Light table trying to order a beer. He walks up and orders one. I, I look over. I do a double. I'm like, you're Aaron May. He goes, yeah, I am. And so we talk for a few minutes. Because he's just a regular dude who just happens to be on it TV. It goes full circle to what we were talking about like a half an hour ago right. when we were talking but about But like he wasn't getting bombarded because nobody knows who he is. I right. know who he is because I'm a Food Network nerd. Right. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you're Rachel Ray's assistant. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think who else I ran into at Super Bowl. I would think Clay he, Travis knows who I am. Okay, Clay Travis is a very popular uh, sports, sports talk. Yeah, he has a na- nationally syndicated uh, sports talk show. Uh, so, he's a nice guy. He is nice. So actually, I met him uh, when he was he had he was doing an appearance here as part of the show because he plays the villain on the radio. He does, and uh, he was doing an interview with uh, Tim McKernan from Five Ninety The Fan on Tim's podcast, which is the, the Tim McKernan Show, which you can find on InsideSTL.com. dot com. And uh, so we met him out of Kirkwood Brewhouse, and so then I ran into him down at Super Bowl again. He goes, "I know you." I said, "Yeah." I said, "We met at." I said, "I I know Tim McKernan." He goes, "I I work for Tim." He goes, "Oh yeah, I know Tim. Tim's great." And I said, "My name's Andy." He goes, "Okay, well I'm you know I'm Clay." I was like, "Nice to see you again." I go on my way, yeah. and then we're at the media night, and he's like, "Hey, Andy." He just told, I mean Clay Travis is talking to a bajillion people right. at during Super Bowl week, and he's like and. I, just time, li- I like hearing that he's only, a good guy. Like I didn't like walk like by him. I was easily twenty five feet away from him. At, this is at the amusement park, at the Mall of America. And he still gave me a shout. He gave me a shout out. I'm like, that's pretty nice. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Who else have I? I mean, I got to meet all kinds of cool people sitting on Radio Row. I was gonna say that's what I'm assuming. Like when I asked you that question, that you'd be able to like. I mean, it's also yeah. hard to remember. Believe it or not, like people don't think that but like as you get older you almost tend to forget like oh yeah i've met so and so or whatever you know what i mean i like, mean like i've talked to wayne gretzky before wow in the lo- but, cool. but like in the locker room i mean after a blues game so i really don't count at meeting him i interviewed brett hall yeah channel four yeah when he was the grand marshal of the mardi gras parade oh wow him, and it was crazy i talked to brett hall his first game back in st louis uh wearing uh 20 he was wearing 22 for dallas oh yeah God, i forgot he wore 16 for them and it was, he had to wear 22, and um, and it was the first game he was wearing 16. Okay. And so I asked, so was over, the, over in the visitor's locker room, I was like, so you like having that 16 back in your back? He goes, oh, yeah, man. He's, you know, he's always, he was oh, always he's great for it. He was always great for a quote. Um, met a guy named Jeff Morrow from the Food Network. He's the Sandwich King. Okay. He was fun. He talked to us for like 25 minutes. Kurt Warner sat down with us, and he's cool. I had a, an Olympic swimmer sit with us. I can't think of her name. She was really pretty. And I got to wear her Olympic medals. Really? Yes. So you got to wear Olympic medals. Yes. How cool is that? That was kind of neat. Uh, met Jack Youngblood. No, really? Yeah. Um, Former defensive player mm-hmm. for, for, the, for the Los Angeles Rams. For Los Rams. Angeles Rams. Yeah. Yep. Hall of uh, Famer, right? Jack? I think he's a Hall oh, of yeah. Famer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, who else? Kurt, I said Kurt Warner sat down with us. Um, and Kurt's a sweetheart. Kurt oh. Warner's a sweetheart. <laughs> One of the best looking, best dressed men I've ever seen in my life. Some guys dress have it all. so freaking well. Some guys just have it all. Oh, I, I saw, I talked to Robert Kraft. 
Ah, short little guy. He was saw him. I saw him at the media night. And Robert Kraft is the owner of the Patriots. Of the Patriots, and also yep. in a little bit under scrutiny for possibility, allegedly of a getting hand play. Yeah, a little handy in a massage party. And I met Deion Sanders down there too. Neon Dion? Yeah. Oh, Prime the, time? So, and then also, um, Prime so time. I was walking around the media, the media, uh, the media night thing um, with the best possible person, H. Balzer, uh, who knows, Balzer, yeah. who knows everybody in the NFL. Yeah. So like all these guys are just coming up to us and saying hi to Howard, like Tony Dungy and. How did Howard get so well known? Did he have a show that Howard was like NFL centric? Howard worked for the Sporting News here in St. Louis. Oh, he okay. was a writer for okay. the Sporting News, which was an it, which is still a national uh, sporting uh, newspaper. Yeah, now based out of Baltimore, they got bought by a company and moved to Baltimore. Okay, <clears throat> so that's why Howard has roots here in St. Louis. Okay, um, Sporting News used to be a big deal. Oh my god, it was a big deal. Not to downplay it now, but let's be honest: if you're a paper nowadays, what was that guy's name? He used to cover the Blues, Larry. Can't think he was an awful dresser. Oh my god, he was awful. He was, but he was the nicest man in the world yeah. too. Um, I can't. If think you of started that. losing all your hair, would you get a toupee? Hell no! It's cool to be bald. Yeah, I always wonder that. I'm not against anyone who has them. I just anytime I see them, I often think it's worse than being a bad dresser because it's there. My grandfather wore a wig <clears throat> for really? years. Yes. He went bald. Thank God, back then they would have been bad wigs. You know bad. what I mean? I, I'm assuming. I'm not trying to go against your grandfather here, but I'm just guessing the rug was not oh. very. Did it match the eyebrows? Yes. Okay. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. That's always the dead giveaway to me. The guy with the brown eyebrows like yourself or like myself, and they have like jet black top of their head. Not even the sides match. There were rumors that Dave Murray wore a rug. Wow, if that's true, that would be crazy. Rumors of Frank Cusimano wears a rug. Mm. I can't really tell. Eh. I can't really tell. And then um, the cat. The cat wears a little rug. I guess, but like those guys, like at least they're good. If it is true that they wear them, at least they're good. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking like your grandfather, for instance. Like that back in the day, they were really bad. They were bad. I mean, they didn't have the technology. No. Nowadays, they can literally take like it from the back of your head and like give you a whole head of hair or whatever. Yeah. I just always wondered that because like I, inst- it's an insta call for me, like you. Like it would be like if my hair started going, it would just be- I'd just shave it off. Shave it off. Because it is nowadays like in vogue to be bald. Yeah. Like Jason. I hear you're real cold though. Well, here's oh, real cold to not have hair. I on used top of to your head. shave my head when I was like in my twenties, and I could tell you that it is cold. It's it's very cold. Yes. Would you rather be a terrible dresser who doesn't know it or be bald and have a rug? Ooh. Now, again, the, the thought oh. is that you don't know that you're a terrible dresser. So, like, you go out in public every day dressed like an ass clown and you don't know it. Everyone else does, but you don't know it. Or have a, you know, a bad rug. I mean, I bad, guess bad rug. I guess so too, because a bad rug's a bad beat that you can't help yourself with. Pretty much, you know what I mean. You can help it if you're. I mean, you can just you, you can just, just do some googling clothes. like I just did there <laughs> and figure out what you need to be wearing if you, if you should be if you should be wearing cargo shorts anymore or not. The answer is negative. You should not be wearing cargo shorts anymore. You do not need a man your man purse legs. 
have you ever been to a drive-in movie theater? These are I all have. questions that I think of during the week before our podcast. I like it. I think of things that I want to ask you because I'm always intrigued by like what you've done or haven't done or whatever. So I'm old enough to have been to like some of the OGs or the the original. Isn't there one still around here? There is. There's one in Belleville. It's called the Skyview Drive-In. Skyview. That's and it's it. been around for a long time. But there was also the one closest to us was the Bel Air Drive-In. And it's at 270 and 111 down there in Pontoon Beach. Is it still around? No, it's gone. But oh, okay. they but they still have the Bel Air Business Park, and okay. so it's so that they paid homage to the yeah. you know, to the theater that was there. Uh, the last movie I saw there was the last double feature I saw there was uh, Gremlins and the Jungle Book. Oh wow! Nineteen eighty four. Wow, we see the one only one I've ever been to was it's down in uh, Cuba, Missouri, uh-huh. where my family had like a little tiny lake house. We would go there every weekend, and it was. Uh, they had, I think they still have it down there in Cuba, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's, and I think the last one I saw was like City of Angels with Nicolas Cage. It's really cool because, you know, of course, you don't have the little speaker anymore. You actually just tune your your car radio right. to the to the movie. I always loved drive-in theaters. I loved them. And if you have a nice little system in your car yeah, with any kind of punch to it at all. You can recline back in your own seat. You can. And you're going to have a real nice, immersive environment to watch that movie. You don't have to hear somebody talk during the no. previews. No. Does, does that bother you like yes. it bothers me? Yes. I don't understand why somebody thinks that just when the movie starts, they should shut up. And, and this always drives me nuts. And Lauren's like, you can't let it bother you. And again, we were just talking about these things that shouldn't bother you, like in the big scheme of life. But much like traffic, one of the things that gets underneath my skin is when I'm in a movie theater and I don't care what the age of the person is, like talking during the preview is like... What is your problem? Yeah. Like, why well, are you doing that? Why are you rude? Why Why are you doing that? Like, they shut up the minute the movie starts. Like, thank yeah, they God. Do. But, like, dude, like, I don't I, I don't have a problem with, like, chatting during, like, when they do those, like, um, I think they're called, like, front and center or whatever they're called. Yeah. Where, like, those things were. Before the previews start. Yeah, the commercials before the previews. Right. I don't care. I don't care do about that either. Whatever you want. Yeah. Play music, whatever. Do what you got to do. It's the, when the previews start and you're still yapping, it's like, dude, what the f- I blame the movie theaters. I'll tell you why. Because they don't dim the lights until the movie actually starts. The lights are still on during the previews. That's true. I used to work at a movie theater. It was a second job. Yeah. I worked at Ronnie's. Oh, nice. It was the greatest job, dude. I would literally watch movies and get paid. And you, when you're not cleaning up popcorn... Like, cause I would just go from movie to movie and clean up after people. Yeah. Right. For like $11 an hour. Yeah. And it was a second job while I was bartending and in school. And it was like the perfect gig. It was like, I'm trying to think of when it was. It would have been like 08, 09. Cause I remember it was during Marley and me. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember watching Marley and me and being like, oh my God, I'm going to cry while I'm at work. Cause like the dog, spoiler alert, dies. Right. You know? And it was like, what the fuck? You know, like. I was talking with some folks last night. Last night, Saturday night, Saturday night, because I was out Saturday night. DJed again Saturday night at a bar Ooh. for the first time because I I fill in at a bar every couple a couple times a year for a guy who, sure. So I was there, um, and they were and we were talking about um, Stars Born, mm-hmm. and I asked the the per- I, I said you pretty good with movies and I and she, she goes yeah, I said is it as sad as leaving Las Vegas, and she goes ooh, mm-hmm. pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's a sad movie. It's sad. And, and so then somebody said, is it as sad as Marley and me? I'm like, 
Marley and Me is not nearly as sad as Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas is like sad the entire movie. Marley and Me, there are ups and downs where, where, where there's a cute puppy playing on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get where you're coming from. I guess it's sad for me because it's like, I mean, we you know me, you and you and I are dog people, man. Yeah. You know, like we're dog people. So like when the, you know, again, spoiler alert, when the dog dies, I, I don't. I think there's a. I think there's a statute of limitations. I think. I think if we start we throwing out it. Game of Thrones uh, spoilers from season nine, I believe we're, we might get in trouble. We, if we're, if we're talking about ten <clears throat> year old movies. What do you believe right. the statute of limitations should be on a spoiler alert when it comes to that stuff? Like a day. Like let's say Game of Thrones debuted last night, their final season. If you were talking about it tomorrow, giving it I a think, full twenty four. Nope. I think uh, with the way people DVR and watch things now, you need to give it a full week. Like up to the next episode. Okay, and do you think if just you have spoiler alert makes it okay if you do that? Yeah, spoiler alert. Turn it down for a minute. That's what I think. I'm the same way. Yeah, I turned it down today. They were talking about it on the morning after the show. We always talk about yeah. the one we both still listen to. You still work with? I used to work for. They were talking about the Game of Thrones uh, episode from last night, and I, they said spoiler alert, and I turned it down. Yeah, for like five minutes because I didn't know when they were going to turn like stop talking about it. Yeah, I just shut her down because I didn't want to hear because I think I want to watch it. I think I do. I think I do. You're going to start watching it. I think so. Well, now that weeds, I have one episode of weeds left. So when I leave here today, I'm going to go home and watch the final episode of weeds. I already told Lauren, I go, I'm coming home. So like if you're asleep, you're gonna have to watch it on your own because I got to see how it's going to play out. And I'm going to watch that. And then I told her, I'm trying to decide what I'm going to watch. So, like, here's what we're talking about watching next. Because we watch things as a, as a team unit. It's like our body. We usually time. do, too. Okay, good. So, we're, at least we're normal. Though. We are. You're, you're, you're not abnormal. We watch, like, we're talking about d- possibility of Deadwood, the show that used to be on HBO. Great show. Uh, the Wire. Great show. Uh, Friday Night Lights is on, is a possibility. Heard good things. Right. Um, but it's, it's Buzz Bissinger, so it has to be good. Sneaky Pete. Have you heard of Sneaky Pete? Yeah, on Amazon. Amazon. Um, my mom and dad and all my aunts and uncles have all seen it, and they rave about it. Jack Ryan on Amazon is good as well. Well, we've seen that. That's good. Have you guys watched Handmaid's Tale? No. Is that oh, good? Oh, you need to go to Handmaid's Tale. Amazon again. No, Hulu. Hulu? Oh, Handmaid's Tale. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah. Now, is that the one that's like a dystopia? Or what is, what yes. Is, what's the deal with Handmaid's Tale? What is it about? It's like women. So it, it's, the, the, the weird part about Handmaid's Tale is that it's not that far-fetched. Okay. Like, there is a government uprising. Okay. And this, and now there's instead of having our government, we have this new government that is like, and it's like a, a it's like a thirteen person Supreme Court kind of deal. Okay. And they are the ruling body over what's now called. Oh my God, I can't think of it. The, they renamed the United States. Okay, sure. The only part of the country that this that this new or part of the former United States that this, that this new country hasn't taken over is pretty much like like the beach areas. Okay. Pretty much around the perimeter, but everything's right in the center, and then like right in the middle. So you find out throughout the show that the that the show actually takes place in what used to be Boston, mm-hmm. and uh, Canada is still free. So everybody tries to flee to Canada and Mexico. Okay. So those so that's you know that's one, one place you can go. Right. Um. All we really know is that the East Coast is like where a lot of the wealth is, uh, and where we are now is like a toxic dump zone. <laughs> Doesn't sound too far off. But I mean, seriously, I mean, it was these they and then they were able to 
put together their own army and their own arm, you know, their own armed forces to like their own help, militia. yeah, to yeah. help protect to help protect themselves. And they took out the the United States government and the army. Um, Oprah makes a makes a cameo in the Hammond in, sale? Season, in, in the Hammond sale on the radio. She's a DJ. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. So you have Hulu then? So I was just gonna tell you, we're cutting the cord. You're doing we what we do. They pissed me. Trotter finally pissed me off enough to make me do it. So here's what happened. Welcome to the dark side. Here's what happened. It's a great story. Sorry, Charter, you're in trouble. Uh, opening day was our home opener was uh, last Thursday, April. Couple. It was two Thursdays ago. Yeah. Early April, first week of April. Yeah. I think it was like April fourth. They advertise on TV. With the Spectrum app, you can watch your channels anywhere you want. Correct. Except Fox Sports Midwest. You have to because be at home. on their app? You have to be at home to watch Fox Sports Midwest. Well, on what's Sparta. the use of having the app? If, if You know what I mean? Like, why Not the, the Fox app? Sports Go app, and which is maybe what I should have gotten instead. Well, no, but I mean, like, why are they telling you have to watch it at home? Because you have to be on your own internet at home. I don't know why. I don't know why the rule is, but that's the rule. Okay. So I was trying to tell this girl that I was lying. I was like, yeah, I'm at home. Just can you kick it on for me? She said, well, can you verify your MAC address on your modem? Tell me how, I'm like, no. I said, the sticker's gone. Well, we have to know what it is. And so she was just trying to she was calling me a liar. She was right. calling me out without really calling me out. And technically, she was right. So she was right. <laughs> but, Demon, I pay you guys $220 a month. Get out of here. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. I pay, so we have Hulu Live. And that's what we just, and that's what I'm doing now for fifty ninety nine a month. Yeah, yep. we have Hulu and we have Netflix and we have Amazon Prime. That's so what like, we're going to have too. So I have, we have all three of those and between the three of them, like I would never go back to cable. Yeah. And we're, we're, so we're flipping through everything. So I showed, so Kelly was all kind of freaked out about it. I said, all right. It's different. You got to get used to it. It's yep. Different. I said, I said, here's, I said, so download, so you need to download the app for the television. First, so yes. download the Vizio app. That way, you can control the television with, and that way you can that way you can cast to the television from your phone. Correct. She did that. Right. Then we installed Hulu on the on because you can't because with the app on with the with the app on the Vizio television, you can't do Hulu live. You can only do Hulu. Yes, that's correct. So we have we to, have a Vizio in our bedroom. So yes. you, now are, I'm guessing the, there are other brands of televisions where you can do Hulu live. Yes, Samsung. So like the one in our the one in our living room, the newest TV we have has Hulu Live. It's a Samsung. But like the one we do in the bedroom, the Vizio, we just bought a Fire Stick. And that's what I'm gonna do too. I so I have a I have I think I have, I think I have a couple of Roku sitting around the house. Or if you have that, yes, I'm then I'll plug into my yes. TV in the front room. And you'll essentially and, download the app, and yep. you'll allow you and allow you to do that. Yep. And then I also have a, te- a a very dumb television in my kitchen, a 32 inch. I think it might even be like a 480p. Yeah. But, you know, it was something I had laying around. I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy a thing to hang this up. I can put it's it. It's I have a TV in the kitchen. Yeah. I miss having a TV in my kitchen. I yeah. will in my next house. So I um, so I just need to install, just to make them smart TVs, just install these Roku sticks in them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fire then, Stick made it so simple to do all this stuff for me. Now, the Roku is going to be the same thing, but the Amazon deal. Fire Stick was like literally like it made it childproof for me. And so basically you get your playing with Hulu Live. Mm-hmm. Your phone is like your guide. Yes. yes. And she was like, oh, this is super simple. Yeah. 
And eventually, if you get like the fire stick, you'll have it to where like it has its own guide. Like it'll have like a guide that shows up through the app on the. So, if you're gonna if you're gonna up if you're gonna do something, get fire sticks, huh? That's that well, well that's what I've used. So like that's what I'm. Familiar oh, see, with. I'm familiar with Roku's. See, I'm not. and Roku's are are just right. as simple. So if you're familiar with that, I would say go yeah. with that. Okay. Because like I'm familiar with the fire stick. I've only ever owned the fire stick, so that's all I've ever used it for. I will say there are drawbacks to certain things. One. Um, like the other night when the Blues were on Fox Sports One, because the Cardinals were on at the same time. Yes, it's not Fox Sports One; it's Fox Sports Midwest Plus. Yes, yes. Sorry, I'm they sorry. don't have that. They don't have that. Yeah. So, like in that case, you're SOL. You can go to a bar. You could essentially. I mean, I could have gone on the Fox Sports Go app on my phone or on my computer and done it that way too. Now, does that cost? Is that is that a separate charge? No. If no. you have if if you if you subscribe to like Hulu Live, you're yep. you're covered. Yep, because it's going to ask you who your provider is, and that and they accept that. Yep, and yep. so then you could just stream that to your. Yeah, we use it all the time. Sweet. Yep, it works great. We use it all the time, all the time. Like I wouldn't even. I don't even miss it. I don't even miss it. And dude, you're talking combined. I mean, Amazon Prime. I use it for so much shipping. I do too. I don't even it's think a, it's, about it. It's, I think it's. I think it's now one hundred and. 15 a, a year, year so, it's like but, so that's the thing bucks. too and that's the thing it's 12 bucks a, yeah pretty much 12 bucks a month and then you know the, for the hulu live now well, i also did a demo with youtube tv which i really liked a lot but it, there wasn't yeah. but there wasn't enough channels correct hulu's got a lot hulu's and you got, get the whole library of hulu and the whole library of hulu which, which is, is a nice. huge deal but it's all and abc is only on demand on that which yeah. is fine yeah, that kind of sucks. But, I mean, again, it's so rare. Like, if you – I'm one of the one people in St. Louis that likes the NBA playoffs. So, like, I can't watch the NBA playoffs. That's weird. I think we're the only two people in America watching American Idol on ABC. It's actually really, it's really good. She likes the voice and all that. American Idol is so good this year. Really? Oh, my God. It's probably the best season I've ever seen of American Idol. There's a lot – I mean, the talent out there is, is remarkable. Oh. And the show together, the shows are put together really well. They really are. And you know what? Since they did the the reboot of it last mm-hmm. year. And who is it now? Who are the... It's Katy Perry. Katy she Perry. She paid huge money. $25 million a year. Could it be a judge Jesus. on there? Jesus. $25 million a year? Yeah. That's insane. I guess she can afford charter. Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan are your judges. And Seacrest is still the host. Oh, they still got Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Remember how long and drawn out the seasons of American Idol were on Fox? Yes, they went on for months. They don't do that anymore. Smart. People's attention spans are not that long. No. They're just not. No. It's much shorter. It's much more. They they still do two nights of shows. Okay. But it's not. So what are we talking? A couple weeks? Two months? Uh, starts in February, ends in early May. So three months. That's about the perfect amount of time. Honestly. It's great for it's for that of kind of competition. It's yes, great. It's plenty of time. Well, that's, I mean, you know, I mean, were, a baseball season six months, which is way too long, right? So, like, how long does a, <laughs> a television show about musicians? You know what I mean? Like, and talk about you know, we we're talking earlier about being famous uh-huh. and how those people just go from complete obscurity yes. to television stars and then music stars. Right. Now, granted, a lot, I can th- I can name. Five people who are huge, huge stars from American Idol. Okay. Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Carrie Underwood. Correct. Chris Daughtry, who's a, not even a huge, huge star, but a star. He's talented, too, regardless of all the jokes. Catherine McPhee, mm-hmm. who was an actress on television. 
Yeah. Again, not a huge, huge star. Beautiful woman, too. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Kelly Clarkson and, and Carrie Underwood are two of the biggest. Uh, I'm trying to think of guys that had success. Yeah, had Ruben Stutter. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken, Taylor Hicks. Yeah. All those guys. But they Taylor Hicks really... is not a big star. No. Unless he's doing shit on Broadway. A lot of those guys go to Broadway and become actors. And again, what a great life. Great life. What a great... It's better than what they were going to be doing. Yeah. Like Kelly Clarkson was a diner waitress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I love Kelly Clarkson. She said, if I had big boobs, I'd be a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah, I think we all would. Me too. Well, I, I, I think you'll... I think you will very much enjoy Who Life. I got Lauren's uh, dad and uh, stepmom on that and they love it yeah they love it so we're gonna we have a week trial and so i told her i said don't turn on the cable box i said do everything through your phone and see how you, and like, say it. you like it actually you'll give it a shot set up all your dvr recordings and see how you like it you'll just get used to it man like and once you get used to it it's just like before there was cable and somebody's like oh now you need cable right right and you were like why would i ever need 500 channels and you'd all of a sudden figure out that that's what you want yeah you know what i mean like i i love it I'm looking forward to playing with it. I like I like talking about that stuff though. Yeah, I I hear that the move is really to install the what is it on the on your Amazon Fire? You can jailbreak it and install yeah, the. Yeah, if, uh, if you get somebody, they can jailbreak it. That's crazy. Well, they sell them. Where do they jailbroken sell ones? Yeah, yeah, you can buy them somewhere. Where did I see? Them? Oh, on Facebook Marketplace. That's where they are. Well, and plus you can do it yourself. You it's just not yes. Yeah, yeah, it's not real hard. I think you just plug it into your TV and somebody like you with the computer background, you'll yeah. be able to do it in like twenty minutes. The yeah. whole thing. And if you do, then you can... Cody is what it's called. K-O-D-I. Yeah, and then you can illegally watch whatever you want. That's crazy. Like, literally, movies that are in the theater. Crystal clear. Why do they allow those to be jailbroken? Like, you can't jailbreak a Roku. You can't jailbreak your Vizio television. I don't think you can, at least. Oh, I'm sure there's people that can. I'm I'm guessing can. Have you ever, have you ever played with, with, with a jailbroken phone? Uh, I don't understand how to. Because it's so jailbroken, I don't know how to use it. Right. It's so damn hard it's, to use. It's not for me. It's like using a... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go on a, out on a far stretcher and guess that you've never used a Linux computer. No. An operating system. Oh, it's, just a, it's a free operating system. It's just a, okay. a unit. It's just Unix-based op, Unix computing. Yeah. I'm, enough to, I'm good enough to be dangerous on that kind of stuff. Okay. You can do some pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. So, like, they, they have these little Raspberry Pi computers. Have you ever heard of these things? Your mind will be fucking blown. Okay. What you can do with these Raspberry Pi computers? It's a mini computer. It's a. It's they're forty dollars. Okay. And it's a full computer for forty dollars. You just buy it. You just buy it. You can buy the kits on Amazon. It's not illegal to own it. Okay. But what you can do with these things are incredible. Like illegal Home, shit. Illegal shit if you want to. Legal shit if you. I mean, lots of legal shit. You can make a. a you can build an arcade, like an arcade box with 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 a thousand games on it. Really? Yeah. And you can... I mean, you got to probably be able to be smart like you with all that crap to do. No, it's super easy. They give you directions really? and tell you how to do it. Here, download this package. And what would you Google it? Raspberry... Raspberry Pi. Raspberry like, Pi? Pi, like like, the, like 3.14 Pi. Okay. Yeah. God, yeah, I would have no idea about that. I would have no idea. It's so cool. So, like, you, you can sell like, a home surveillance system. I have mine acting as a, a print server in my house right now, so that way I can wirelessly print to an old printer I have hooked up. I would have never, I wouldn't even know how, I wouldn't even have thought of that. 
Yeah. I didn't even thought of that. And I, I mean, and you just you just watch how to do shit on YouTube. Wow. If you want to learn how to detail your car really, really well, yeah. watch these guys on YouTube. I got my car so freaking clean at the car wash the other day. Because now a lot of these places, they have the, you get free vacuums after you wash, right? Yeah. And there's little air hoses yeah. where you can like where you can like blow stuff out. Yeah. Well, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to blow that stuff on your carpet, on your rugs, to loosen up all the all the dirt and crap, and then vacuum it again. Ah! I, was, I went as far as buying the detailing brushes so I could really get in there and detail the car. He's so excited about this. If you could see his face right now, he's like, it's so fun. He's lighting up about this. I'm a 41 year old man. I will say that I love cleaning my car. I am a weirdo about it. I love it. Watch some, uh, watch some dirty car videos and how these guys do it. They'll, they'll take, they'll take these cars, and they'll make them look brand new, immaculate, and they are trashed. They're 100 percent trashed. And you just like car detailing videos? Mm-hmm. My song ran out. That was going to wrap the show up with. So I had to pick another one. And that was Rod Stewart, wasn't that was it? Rod Stewart, Young? Death Forever Young. Great song. Great song. I don't know why I just thought of this song, but I just, it was a song that came to mind. Can I ask you another quick question? Do you Absolutely. get more amped up for a Cardinals playoff game or a St. Louis Blues playoff game? Like, I'm going to break hearts. I'm 100% Cardinals. I love the Blues, and I love playoff hockey, but I am all Cardinals. And I'll, and I'll, I, I'm, I'm going to say I'm a huge Cardinals fan, So it's obviously, a, but the Blues are a close second because I don't pay any attention to the, to the regular season other than pretty much what their record is. That's how I am. And uh, then it's like, because it used to be that they would make the playoffs so many years in a row. Like, okay, well, this is not the real, this is, the, this is an 82-game preseason. Right. Yeah. I'm just all Cardinals playoff for sure. I love it. Well, I this, think I just love baseball more, though. Well, this is your home amazing. for St. Louis Blues playoff hockey, or St. Louis Blues playoff hockey, and St. Louis Cardinals playoff hockey. The St. Louis Podcast Network. We just signed a, a, a rights deal. Nice. We're going to be broadcasting you and I. Yes, <laughs> I'm down. I'm kidding. I wish that would be awesome. Hey, this is the STL Happy Hour Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Play Music on your friendly little Android devices. Uh, please rate, comment, subscribe, do all kinds of fun stuff, and make sure that you tell your friends about it. Share this out to all your friends. Oh, I meant to tell you guys, I added the links. If you click on the show link that goes to stlpodcast.com, there are now links to subscribe underneath each episode. Oh, really? Yeah, so just so, so you can just click iTunes. I forgot that the website gave, provided that functionality. You just, put, you just paste your That's perfect. mirror there. That makes it easier. It's super, super simple. That's John Alpina Sander. I'm Andy Hanselman. You've been listening to the STL Happy Hour podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network.